0: Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast, where we view life through the lens of learning rather than judging. Alright, so I just want to take an opportunity to welcome everybody back to the podcast. I know it's been a minute. I know, I know. We're going to keep this going. I want to say thank you for all of you who have been supporting and giving me your feedback, letting me know how this information keeps blessing you. You know, I just want to say thank you so much for that. Also, I want to give a shout out to my listeners in Sweden. Thank you so much for getting connected with the Essence of Life podcast all the way here in Antigua. Such a blessing to be able to reach you and I hope that you can stay connected with us also. sebal sounds good. All right. So today I'm going to be speaking on a topic, basically saying to you that your love partner is your teammate and not your high school crush although maybe they could be the same person but let's find out where i'm going with this if you are in a committed relationship if you're already married this is still for you maybe you still need this information and if you are single considering a committed relationship this is also for you all right we're still doing our relationship series So take a listen and see what you can pull out of it that benefits you or maybe it benefits someone that you know and you can always share it, right? Okay, so shall I do a dramatic presentation in the beginning? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But if we go to the first book in the Bible, which is Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through to 24, but I'm going to single out verse 18. Where God speaks about it is not good for a man to be alone now this one this one very much stuck with me. It says, "No the Lord God said it is not good, it's not beneficial, and I'm reading the amplified version because the amplified version really amplifies it, it breaks it down. In some of the simplest terms, so we can understand and get the meat of the situation. So it says, It's not good or beneficial for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper. Let's see if you can pick out the keywords from the scripture one who balances him, a counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. So God creates this amazing garden of Eden with everything it needs to sustain itself. And he creates Adam and he said to him, go ahead and name all the animals and all that stuff. And then he looks at Adam and he's like, I don't think it's good for him to be alone. Having all these, you know, kingdom, basically what Eden was to manage and to and to prepare and to take care of so i definitely think he needs a helper he needs a woman all right long story short so let us take out the key points from this why did god give adam a woman why the first one is so he wouldn't be alone it says it is not good for a man to be alone so God understanding the possibility of loneliness kicking in with Adam he decided that Adam should have some form of companionship he should have a friend he should have a family of some sort because the animals they were all there and together but then there was just Adam so God said okay nah it's not good for him to be alone I'm gonna give him a companionship so that's the first one It was not good for him to be alone. I'm going to give him a partner. I'm going to give him someone who's his friend, someone he can call family. That's one of the first reasons why God gave Adam a woman. The next one is, as a helper, God said, I'm going to give him a helper. A help meet. sometimes, it says in some of the versions. A helper. What does a helper do? A helper assists, assists, my Dominican accent kicking it, a helper assists you. To take over the tasks at hand. A helper assist you to make the load a little bit lighter. I mean, if I'm the only one doing something, it could take me a day. And if I have some help, it could take me half the time. So God says, okay, he's going to need a helper to help him manage the Garden of Eden. The next key point in the scripture is to balance him. God says, I'm going to give him a helper to balance him again, not putting all the weight of managing Eden, which is practically a kingdom on his own, but he wanted to balance that off by giving him someone who could carry some of the weight of the work and the tasks that he was supposed to do. This is very interesting. The next reason why God gave Adam a woman is because he wanted someone to be suitable. (laughs) What does suitable mean? Someone who is right for him, appropriate for the particular person or situation. So God wanted to give Adam a person who is suitable for him, who is appropriate for him, for the purpose that he wanted him to fulfill in the Garden of Eden. He didn't just want to give him any person. That person had to be suitable for the mission that he was giving him to accomplish. If you have a certain job to do, a certain task to do, you choose people who are going to have the same vision as you who are going to be as passionate as you whom you know are going to be there with you and suitable to make that plan and vision successful and that is what god did he gave adam a woman who was supposed to make sure that it was suitable suiting fitting appropriate for him as a partner another reason (laughs) And I think this one's going to be the last one. So another one is to compliment him. And I try to search because we use the term, oh, I like this person because he compliments me. And sometimes when we say it like that, it sounds as if we're saying that the person is suitable for us. But if we really look up the meaning of compliment, despite of how we use it in that particular manner, it really means to praise somebody and, you know, give them some form of encouragement. Uh Aha, and that's what it is. He wanted someone who was going to speak life into Adam. Someone who was going to praise Adam. Someone who was going to encourage. Oh my goodness, I'm getting goosebumps saying this thing. Encourage him because at some point Adam could have gotten discouraged. You know, we're making assumptions here, but it's long short. At some point Adam could have been tired. And when he gets home, he's going to need That person to say to him, I appreciate you. I am happy you worked hard today. And I know that we can do it tomorrow. You know, speak life into him. So, after examining all of these things that this one particular scripture, one particular scripture verse have given us, at least one, two, three, four, five reasons why God gave Adam woman. This is going to be our benchmark for understanding when we are picking someone to be our partner in a love relationship. (laughs) Butterflies in the stomach is not going to cut it. It has to be way deeper than that. You're looking for someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. You're looking for someone that you're going to take on life with. You're going to look for someone you're going to take on Eden with. Eden is is your figurative project of life that God has given you. And you need someone who is going to what? offer companionship they're gonna be part of your friend they're gonna be what we call your tribe your family you need the person who's going to help you not let you be like okay you stay over there in your lane and i'm gonna stay over there in my lane no you need someone who's gonna help you assist you someone who's gonna see where you need the help and initiate it and be like okay babe today i know you have to do this but i see that you're gonna need my help here i'm coming forward or you ask babe do you think i could come in and help you here we need someone who's going to be helping us. And sometimes the help has to just be initiated. Balance. Balance. Again, you are looking for someone who's going to, that you're going to do life with, who's going to help you to it out evenly. Okay. Someone who's going to, if you are way over the top in your head in one day, someone who's going to come and bring that balance into your life. Someone who's going to, again, take up the mantle and say, okay, you've done enough today. Have a seat. Put your feet up. I'm going to take it from there. Someone who's suitable. You know, like, ladies, you can probably relate to me. When you get the perfect pair of jeans, pants, and they just fit right, suitable. It is suitable. It's appropriate. The person is particularly exactly what you need to fulfill your purpose of life. Some people, they are very good friends, but they just cannot work together. I mean, think of your high school days. You're in school and you have to do some group work and there's some people that are very good. You like to do group work with them because you actually get somewhere with it. And then there's some people that you're in a group with, and I can relate to this one, where they just leave you hanging and you got to do all the work. That is also critical when you are examining yourself and thinking of a life partner. This is so important, all right? Think of it that way. And again, the complimenting part. I mean, I love it because a lot of times, ladies, mm -hmm. men, you do it too. And ladies, we both do. We both do it. Men and women do it. We tend to speak a lot of negative things and men usually say the women is always nagging and, you know, we're trying to control them or we're trying to tell them what to do and all of that stuff. We have to learn how to speak life into our partners. We have to learn how to encourage our partners. And we have to realize these strategies in how we communicate with our partners. So, for example, you know that you're seeing your partner going the wrong way and you have the definite wisdom in your heart that this person is definitely going the wrong way. And you want to let them know that, but you want to do it in a manner that is effective. Because at the end of the day, what is the result you want? You want the person to take your advice, Right. so you examine the best way to do it and i've known this one of the best ways to approach it is coming with not a flattering but an encouraging tongue you encourage the person you speak life into the person it's like I say you kill them with kindness when has that ever failed all right so these are some of the points that i really wanted to share with us those of us who are already committed who are married who are courting to be married or those of us who are single whichever status you are this is critical for you if you haven't gotten to the commitment stage yet this is good for you because it can open your eyes to realize hey whoever i say yes to this is the person i'm gonna be stuck with for life this is the person i have to share my bathroom with like sharifa said in the last episode this is the person I get to do life with. And if I'm going to get to do life with you, if it's going to be 10 years, if it's going to be 50 years, if it's going to be 100 years that I'm spending with you, I'm going to need to make sure that certain things are in place. And those of us who are already committed, this is still useful to us. You know, we can still re- reinforce these lessons or we can learn them because sometimes we are committed and we don't even know this stuff. Your person that you are choosing to be in a lifelong committed relationship with these are some of the things that they need to have to make your relationship successful and this is what you're understanding that you're looking for you're making that decision that despite of how i feel note i said decision not your feelings cuz emotions are going to change emotions versus knowledge knowing this you need to know so is this person going to be my good companion is that person going to be a good companion for me like are we going to be having fun having carpet picnics and these things or are we going to be a boring couple whichever one rocks your boat is this person going to be a helper is this person you know trying to help me to be balanced and, and weighing the 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 day with me and being there for me and things like that and is the person suitable for me you know for the particular purpose that i have in life do they compliment me do they praise me do they encourage me do they help me to do these things because at the end of the day this is who you are choosing to spend the rest of your life with and you want to make sure that when you make that decision or if that decision is already made, it still can be fixed. These things can still be implemented, whichever stage you're in. Am I going to be able to have this? Because it's right there in the Bible. God in God's intention for a life partner that you are going to be spending and doing life with is to give you these things, to give you a companion. Like I'm going to keep saying it, to give you a helper, to give you someone who's going to bring balance to your life, someone who's suitable. and and, and someone who compliments you. You know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You need to have a person around you who speaks life. And if the person, you know, has not gotten to that level yet and you are, you you begin to, you know, be a helper to that person because you can help them in that way. And you speak life into them. You encourage them until they get to that part with you. Because sometimes we need each other to get to certain levels in life. Sometimes we just can't do it on our own. So this was the lesson that I wanted to share with us in this episode. I hope it blesses you. I hope it helps you to make the right decisions when it comes to your partner. See you next time on the Essence of Life podcast with Natisha Ali Grant. God bless. Say bon, sounds good.